Hi everyone, the Gordon Guru is back for episode 28. A couple of reminders I want to mention. Yeah, of course. Rest in peace, Kirk Douglas. Feel bad for your son, Michael. Yeah, all the people are dying, Terry. What is what is with what's with society nowadays? He was 103 years old. Still, the good people. <laughs> I mean, the guy's not going to live forever. At 100, that's pretty good. Impressive, I can tell you that. <laughs> for sports, Warriors, and Timberwolves. You know what they say, Terry? One dumpster fire to another. Yeah, this is true. Um, you're talking specifically about Andre Drummond, I take it? Uh, we're talking about the Wolves and the Warriors. Oh, uh, the Wolves and the Warriors. So, yeah, well, for Andrew Wiggins, he's going to be on a really good team next year. So, But, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, he's he's friends with Carl Anthony Towns, so you never know how that might shake up. He's not a fan of Nick Young, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, go Celtics. Lakers, get out of my face. You're never going to NBA Finals anytime soon, Minnesota. You think so? When will Minnesota ever win a championship? The Twins is all they have. The other, the other yeah. three, you're hopeless. Yeah. Um, let me think. No, the Vikings can win. Uh, they definitely they're, have talent. They're, they're like negative 11 cap space. Million. Yeah, so they're going to have to get rid of some of their talent or whatever. That will be a story for later. Okay. I'm glad to see Seattle's getting close to their NHL team name. Just please don't be the Kraken. It's creepy and God-terrifying for the kids. As for the NBA, hey, Seattle, the Celtics fan, keep your heads up, Seattle. You're going to get your NBA team relocation expansion. Mm. Keep the faith, Seattle. And uh, Joey Sly got his one-year extension. Now the John Case jokes will never end. <laughs> Let's go. And final reminder, Stephon Gilmore, congrats yeah, for Defensive Player def- of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year. Michael Very Thomas, good, good for you to get Offensive Player of the Year. Oh, good for him. Congrats to Nick Bosa for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, that sounds Kyler right. Murray, an Offensive Rookie of the Year. Good yep. job. And Ryan Tannehill for Comeback Player of the Year. And the others, fuck off. That'll be a story for later. <laughs> Today it's going to be a depressing topic. It's going to be a review of our season dating back to since beating the Rams in the Super Bowl. Us Patriots fans. I know we had a tough second half ending to the season. For starters, ever since we won Super Bowl 53 hosting the Los Angeles, used to be St. Louis Rams, we had the whole Robert Kraft, Charlie Sheen nonsense. Then there was the never-ending rumors of Gronk retiring, at the time the best tight end in the league, keeping from weeks a secret what was going on and I don't want to get controversial about the whole Robert Kraft nonsense I was not a witness so I don't want to be uh, Brian Williams good one right nice I like that then arguably one of the darkest days of Patriots history came on March 24th 2019 when Gronk finally retired nice is of excellent play but God hates us so Ugh. Gronk was amazing he probably could have been in many records it was obviously tough we never had answers what to do after that Jared Cook signed to the Saints before Gronk retirement, which didn't help. So that was a controversy. Jesus Christ. The draft only had like two or three big names. Nobody really expected them to land at 32. Noah Fant drafted by the Broncos. Jay Hawkinson drafted by the Lions. And Irv Smith drafted by the Vikes. He wears number 84. I love you, Randy Moss. <laughs> In the draft, we ultimately selected Nikhil Harry. Great name. Four or five months later... What do you know? He's on IR designated to return. Mm. Then you have David Andrews with the blood club. We had a skeleton crew of tight ends. We'll cost a 39-year-old in Ryan Izzo. Jesus Christ, you're going nowhere with that tight mm. end core. The receiving core was good with Josh Gordon, Edelman, Thomas, Dorsett, and Jacoby Myers. However, And Antonio Brown. That's a story. <laughs> DT was cut, then resigned later. Then on September 7th, we all remember the Antonio Brown signing. That was very controversial. Then DT got traded to the Jets two days after Steelers Patriots. He didn't play that game. The one game A.B. spent with us, he got 4 or 56, one touchdown. Then after random nonsense, he was cut. 
After that, not too much happened. The questions were mounting a lot after we gave particularly. The, pa- the Pats have been going through a lot in between weeks two and eight. For starters, we lost Isaiah Wynn to a toe injury. He also had an Achilles the year before in the preseason, so he didn't even play it on the regular season. Why do, why do they play preseason anyways? The rule should be first the first four round picks of that draft can't play preseason, period. What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I think that's... In my rule. That's a fair first rule. First of four, if you're drafting the first four rounds, no preseason or you're fined. So no preseason for your rookies? First to fourth round, you can't. Fifth to, fifth to seventh, go ahead. Why? I mean, they... you hurt yourself. No, but they need NFL playing experience, and that's the closest they're going to get outside of playing week one in the NFL where it's full speed. They need they need that. They need then the that. rule is you only get one quarter per game. Or, or like, you get like, okay. five, you get like five minutes per game and then... Fuck off. Yeah, I mean, how many rookies got injured for, I mean... Rookie... Th- Nikhil Harry. Yeah, but the thing is... And, there's, and then there's just throwing out the Drew Locke. I know he was a first-round pick, Harry, but, I mean, history shows that you really can't put too much stock in rookie wide receivers. I mean, outside of DK... Moss. Ma- Randy okay, Moss in 98. One of, the, one of the all-time greats of wide receiving not, court. Not talent. There's talent versus generation. Yeah, so, I mean, you can't compare Nikhil Harry to... You can't compare all rookie wide receivers to Randy Moss. Moss. I mean, DK Metcalf was really, really good this year. Uh, But, you know, that's kind of an anomaly. Like most, He fell to 64th, I think. What, overall? overall, He was a second-round pick. I never understood how he fell that far. I think it was injury. injury. Seahawks, you got yourselves a gem. Well, we don't know. I've heard he's he's mega talented, but I've heard, like, his route tree is very limited. I guess he only runs, like, three routes, pretty much a go route, a comeback, and a slant. So, um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think after some scouting reports come out about him, and unless he can expand on what he already does, um, he might get figured out next year. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you can't put too much stock in wide receiver, rookie wide receivers. It takes a while for them to get um, used to the speed of the game. I mean, the difference between NFL and um, uh, NCAA is, I mean, this, the amount of space you get on your defenders is unbelievable. That'll be a story for the end, though. Okay. What else? Um, Goskowski all lost to a hip injury after week four. Buffalo, our receiving core was turning into the Jedi slaughtering with DT being traded. Josh Gordon somehow getting released after that knee injury. Placed on IR, then released, picked up by the Seahawks, which I don't understand why they did that, but that's the story. And then AD being released, but we also got him under not Jedi way circumstances, so it, it wouldn't matter. But then again, he's a jackass. Johnny Knoxville. We didn't really make trades. We tried Trent Williams' skins. They don't know what they're doing. I honestly think if Bruce Allen wasn't president slash GM running the team, I think Trent Williams, no matter what, would have been traded. We were also trying to get Stephon Diggs. Didn't age well. We tried to get Mm -hmm. O.J. Howard. Didn't age well. Mm -hmm. It was quite evident O.J. Howard doesn't get usage, but why isn't he here buying a house near me? Still didn't work. Also, with how historically amazing the defense was in the first eight games, despite playing so many awful teams, it was still amazing. Then we also traded for Mohamed Sanu, the former Bengals oh. and Falcons receiver. Jesus fucking Christ. That didn't work out. Second round pick? What the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, we got the same amount for him than we got for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Or we gave away the same amount. That's <laughs> just very strange. Can't trust no fucking buddy. Yeah. And that time I was quoting Drake. Yeah. Week nine at the Ravens on Sunday night. Fucking sucked. 37-20. Then the asshole analysts have to gloat about it. Yeah, fuck you, analysts. And especially fuck you, Nick Wright. Yeah. You know I hate that guy, right? Yeah. And you do too. Um, you know, he's he's a 
you know, these analysts that they get paid to say you, crazy. No things. offense, you know, I had my mental issues, right? Yeah, I think analysts are, are, are been a big issue. Like, I think I, like, so I'm too. always freaking out. Yeah, I agree. You can't blame me. I'm a passionate. You got to understand, these guys get paid to say those to be things. assholes. Yeah, yeah, but they want they, they want people to get. Uh, they just fed care up. about the publicity. Yeah, I mean, Nick Wright. He only he only. Uh, I wouldn't say pissed me off, but a few years ago he picked. That the, whole Celtic 76ers, the Celtic 76ers thing. thing. And that's that was the first time I even heard about the guy. So that's his job to get figured out, is to get people saying his name. So, I mean, in a way, him being an idiot that year, he got, he got on the map because of it, at least with Celtics fans. Analysts, fuck off. And then we beat the Eagles in a windy game with a trick play help and help at the bye. Third kicker, Nick Folk, then in a freeze rainstorm hosting the Cowboys with the help of amazing defense. Despite the weird clock thing at the end of the game, I just went 13-9. Jesus Christ, that game was so weird. Mm. Then the downfall really started again on SNF. We looked really off at Houston, losing 28-23. Then lost again, hosting Casey in very questionable matter. Then Akil Harry called the whistle, and Stephon Gilmore recovered it. That game was biased or not was factually rigged. Even the offense really couldn't do shit. Which game was that again? Remind me. Which one are you talking Jerk-offs about? Jerk-offs versus Patriots, week 14. Is that the Chiefs? Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck that bastard. Yeah. Then we took care of business at Cincinnati, winning 34-17. Then on a Saturday late afternoon game hosting Buffalo, that possibly could decide the division in a really hard thought, but earned the game. The Patriots beat the Bills 24-17. All we have to do is beat the 4-11 and Dolphins to get the second seed. <laughs> and Jesus fucking Christ, where do I even start with that shit? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, obviously, like probably eight episodes ago, whenever it happened. And, uh... Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was their Super Bowl, the Dolphins, and they put it all on the line to fuck us over, and they succeeded and essentially knocked us out of the playoffs, and essentially possibly gave the Chiefs a Super Bowl win. Yeah, this league can fuck off. Yeah, it's what? crazy. But the Patriots blew, it and they had to play in the wild card hosting Tennessee. It ended twenty thirteen, in which we gave up less than eighty passing yards, but the offense couldn't do anything. So I'll recap. The first half, we were amazing with, like, four to six blowouts against awful teams, like 33-3 versus Pitt, 43-0 at Miami, 30-14 versus the Jets, 33-7 at Washington, 34-14 versus the Giants, and 33-0 versus the Jets. But then it all fell apart. As a Patriots fan, the offense just never found its footing. We have to be lucky we had to make defense, and my God, Marshall Goathouse. Hmm. New house! <laughs> yeah, nobody likes him, period. The running game was just not very good. It was a frustrating year, Peter Tins. Well, let's look at the shit we had to put up with. O-line struggles, the changing of kickers, the Jedi slaughtering of wide receivers, no tight end play at all. I honestly couldn't imagine us going into those two jackasses and beating them. Could have been really ugly besides. Somebody else, at least someone, had a better chance at beating the two jackasses. Fuck the Super Bowl, moving on. So when I look back at why we struggled this year, for starters, 2019-20s as a whole has been awful. You expected that, right? Yeah. We lost guys like Juice World, Kobe, Neil Pertz, mm-hmm. John Andretti, Tony Morrison, Eddie Money, Cameron Boyce. Just a fucking reminder, people. I don't what, care what you think of me. Was that in 2020 or 2019? Combined. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Neil Pert died. Yeah, I, said, died in- I said Kobe, so it was 19 yeah. and 20 combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a fucking reminder, people. The corpse skeleton tight end play didn't help. The awful receiver drama, not very good running game, if anything, to be honest. The awful drafting, the brutal schedule near the end, the boogeyman didn't look all that great by the end of the season. Then we were just bad in the playoffs once the big play to Ben Watson was taken away after that stupid Shaq Mason penalty, which I don't even understand what the fuck that means. We just never found our footing after that. Pats Nation, we've all had bad years. Don't forget, I've had a dumpster fire year already, 2019-20. Where is 99-12 when I need it? Being a 20-year-old isn't fun. Being a 20-year-old in 2007 for this dude was, must have been epic. Uh, it's probably the same as you. 
07 was a better time than what we have now. That's fine. People were dying in 07, too. I don't know who, but... Yeah, I can't name anyone off the top of my head. All the drama and buzz going around is losing a time. It's bad. My life sucks moving on. As for the Super Bowl, just fuck this season. F the refs. F Goodell. F the Chiefs. F 2019. F 2020. A lot of Fs, haven't I, Terry? A lot of Fs. Keep your head up, Jimmy G. It happens. No shame for ours, but really, you can't give up big plays like that. And, uh, Terry, I think you know what we're going to talk about next. Yes. The goddamn halftime show. Oh, no. I have like five to ten other options I could think of. I have a couple examples, Terry. You want to you see, see what I think? I do want to hear. Daughtry, Hoobastank, BTR, Jesse McCartney, Kelly Clarkson, Timbaland, Jonas Brothers. Hell, even the victorious cast would have been much better, and they deserved it more than those twats <laughs> moving on. Oh, my. What did you think of that? Uh, the halftime show or your rant? Uh, the, the the people I just mentioned that could could have taken over. Uh, you know, I think I didn't think J Lo and Shakira did that bad. I mean, this is the thing you got to realize: the Super Bowl was where this year in Miami. Latin pop whores in Miami, exactly. So, what's big in Miami? It's South American culture. Um, you know the the islands, Cuba, Puerto Rico. Who 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 are you gonna get to go there? Carlos Santana? Yeah, you can get Carlos Santana. That been like twenty years ago, though. Yeah, but I mean, you could say the same thing about J Lo. <laughs> she was around twenty years ago. Uh, and but, why did that have to happen? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought they brought some pretty good energy. We got well. That good bo- thing I didn't watch. Well, we got a pretty funny meme out of it with uh, Shakira doing Shakira like that. and J Lo. <laughs> just go fuck yourselves. <laughs> the guys I mentioned above, they're more qualified than you. I don't know. Uh... Who did you mention above? Look at that. Let me see. Daughtry, Hoobastank. I told you I love Hoobastank. BTR. Who's BTR? Seriously? Yeah. Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush? I uh, was just having fun there. Jesse McCartney? Who's that? Seriously? Is that Paul McCartney's son? No. That was, he, was a, he was a rock R&B art star uh, in like 2000. He was teen heartthrob. Kelly ever. Clarkson? Isn't she on like The Voice or something right now? It's my examples. Timbaland's, I mean... I love that guy. Timbaland's okay. Jonas Brothers, hell, even Victorious cast. What's Victorious? Seriously? I mentioned Nickelodeon Disney last week. Uh You couldn't even... (laughs) Yeah, this guy doesn't know his history, does he? I didn't know how half of those bands were. Uh, See? I'm not not a jackass. J-Lo and Shakira are much more common than... And I'll take those guys over those two jackasses. Well, I really have a ranting history, don't I, Terry? You do. You're losing your mind. Thanks, Lil Wayne. Hey... (laughs) Add Lil Wayne to this, who could yeah, have done the halftime. A little, I don't know if they was. Like, he has a lot of swears in his music. So. Do, they allow, do they even allow rappers to do halftime shows? Uh, Are you actually allowed to do, to curse like publicly? No, like no, no. How no. would it work with rappers then? They would they would do a censored version of the Travis song. Travis Scott did the halftime show last year. Yeah, but he censored out all of his yeah, swears. Yeah, do that. What song did he do? Uh, I don't remember. I, uh, it was one of his big ones, the one that he does with Drake. I can't remember. Drake. Why couldn't he do the halftime show? Yeah, he could do it. And then what else? Um, this season as a whole, awful refs, terrible management, drama, awful primetime games. I'm still not going to defend AB. Let's be fair, Terry. Yeah. I will not defend AB like we talked about on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. As for Corey Dillon, I wasn't even a one-year-old when that all happened, so don't think I'm just being a hypocrite, you twats. I'm an I'm I'm a passionate dude. Okay, so shut the you fuck are. up. You have so fire. looking back at the Patriots' 2019 and why we struggled for starters, the loss of Gronk. Guys like A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, DeKalen Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, among other receivers, did well. We got stuck with can't separate Harry. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. 
Then the receiver drama didn't help. The O-line struggles looking at you, Goathouse. Whatever this season wasn't our best. Then again, 1920s as a whole has been awful. So, Terry, all I've talked about, your analysis, go ahead. Um, You know, uh, I was looking up people who died in 2007, actually. And I only got a few. There's a lot. There are only a few notable ones. How about Sean Taylor, Washington Redskins safety, 24 years old. Ruined my whole 2007. Uh, Evil Knievel. That was a jackass. What? Guy jumped over... uh, it's kind of being a jackass. School buses and stuff on a motorcycle. Well, he was very evil. I can t- Not an <laughs> evil dude, but you know what I mean. I hear you. Uh, and you know what? There's really not that many. I mean, a lot of them are like older older people. So, uh, you know, at least they lived a good life. Um, as far as, are we talking about Patriots mainly this, this week? This season. I just did my analysis of our season. So <laughs> on to you before we get to the seven questions. Uh, you know, we've gone over this on past episodes about what the Patriots did and did not do this season. Uh, this is the whole thing, though. Uh, not separate. Gotcha. The thing about the Patriots was that they had a really good defense uh, that kind of carried them to an undefeated record through the first eight games of the year. Um, we had our offense look good at times, but definitely was not consistent. It was definitely below average at uh, most of the season. And then when the defense wasn't getting our pick sixes and punt block returns and fumble return for touchdowns. It was the worst. Uh, you can definitely see um, the, how stagnant everything was. And I think teams obviously adjusted playing against us. They said, you know, as long as we don't make crucial mistakes and turn the ball over and uh, we just play smart and put the ball in, a, in the, you know, in our running, the chance of our, run, our, the hands of our running back, at least we'll be in it at the end of the game and we can steal the game against the Patriots because they're not going to score against us because our, their offense is very bad. Uh, and, you know, you, 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 nothing really changed between last year and this year that much other than obviously a Rob Gronkowski retired, um, which is proving to be one of the bigger things, bigger, um, stories of why we failed this year and uh yeah i mean you know we traded a second round pick for muhammad sanu which you know i think we were desperate at the time i think we could have gotten away with a fourth rounder to be honest but um you know that's obviously this is clearly jumping the gun yeah that's just hindsight right there um and yeah i mean we had a lot of injuries i would i don't know you know i hate people that blame injuries for a bad season because that could but it's fair to say we were one of them yeah, you say I mean, every bit? team deals with injuries. But when you have, like, this many, I mean, sure, you'd make a case for the Lions that they had, like, everybody gone. Yeah, of you course, know what I mean, of right? course. Yeah, but, but they were going to— But they're were, a different team. They were going to get six wins, even completely healthy. They started out well, and then you know the story in week six, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Um. So, the thing with—yeah, and then you mentioned St- uh, Goskowski, who— um, The kickers you, did pretty well. You can't complain. No, Nick Folk came in, and he actually played—he kicked— fairly well he wasn't missing that many um and when he did i think it was in that cowboys yeah rain fest yeah it wasn't brutal um and then what else yeah i mean we played we, we had a pretty easy schedule too you have to really look at our schedule and say you know we played the afc east who you know isn't god awful no the bills c- are c- compared to say the um, NFC. East. Yeah, I mean, we went two and zero against the Bills, one and one Dolphins, and I think two and zero Jets. So I mean, that that's what five 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 and one five, one five and one just in our division, and we finished with what eleven wins. So we only got six. Four. Oh, did yeah. we? Oh, okay. We got we did go twelve and four. Okay. Uh, it yeah. So Kansas City held the tiebreaker because they beat us. But yeah, I mean, against teams with winning records, and you know, we we really didn't show up. I mean, we lost to the division. 
winners of every uh, AFC. We lost to the Ravens. We lost to the Texans. We lost to the Chiefs. And we lost to the Dolphins. Uh, there are your four. Um, the Titans would have been more reasonable than the Texans. Yeah. The Texans were not that great. Yeah, that comeback win against the Bills was really awesome. Uh, <laughs> that was an awesome. That was an awesome and game. And the fact regardless. that the Broncos got like thirty-eight the following week, they questioned us versus the Broncos. Yeah, but the Broncos actually have receivers, which we don't have. Yeah, yeah. The thing about yeah, and just our offense. You know, you can't put too much stock in a guy like Harry, who again was coming back from injury and was a rookie who had to get caught Why up. Why do this people sp- even play preseason games? You have to. I mean, that, I've been. You fa- want you want a good story? Michael Vick, two thousand three. He had to miss like ten. He had to miss like twelve games. Jordy Nelson missed the whole season because he tore his ACL. Then why do they play it then? Because you have to get players up to speed. You have well, to. Like, well. Because when you go into the preseason, you have 90 players on your team, and you have to cut it down to 55. You have to cut back their snaps. Yeah, okay. it, it, it seems like they're getting way too much. So this is where you know where I'm going to go with this. You cut two preseason games. You add a regular season game. 17-week, 17-game schedule. Okay. Don't bring up Chop Suey. What do you think I'm going to bring up? <laughs> All right. You're really against the 17-game season for it's whatever reason. It's been 16 this whole time. Don't change it. Well, before that, it was 14 back when the Dolphins had a perfect record. I mean, things change. We just don't need – We've. We, it's been 16 for such a long time. You don't need it. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of change. I don't think it brings uh, – bad. I don't think it brings <sighs> badness this, to the NFL. If anything, it just brings more. This league is fucking killing me right now. Yeah, it is. I don't know why. It's just it's it's great. I love football. So when if they add one game, like what's the big deal? Then Chop Suey will be all over my playlist. Then yeah, Jesus Christ, I hate this league sometimes. Anything else about the season or? But yeah, I mean, I'm saying cut that, cut back instead of four preseason season games, do two. I mean, I don't. I think four is way too many. Anyways, um, I think you can. Your offense can get. I'm doing quote unquote up to speed with just two preseason games, especially since one you don't even start your starter. It's also the Hall of Fame game too. I forgot. Oh yeah, the Hall of Fame game is for the two teams next level that are kind of unlucky to have to be in. I know, assuming that there's no injuries. Always. I know. I've bet on I've bet on the Hall of Fame game before. It's very it's the low. You've been there? No, I've bet on it. It's very it's low. It's pretty. It's the lowest of the low. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just wasn't our year and. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, our and our defense did the best they could. I mean, how much more can't can, put it on them? What are what, what, rankings wise? Where was our defense? Like top one, three, I would top say. three for sure. I don't know if it was one, two, or three, but if you have a top three defense, you're expected to, uh, you know, at least make the playoffs. Most likely get a buy. There's but the '85 Bears, yeah, who won the 2000 Bowl. Ravens. 2002 Bucks. It's just it's a different game in now. 2015 Broncos. I mean, do the, not get me started on that. You're just yeah, but the thing about the how your name like you know the top defense is that the 49ers had one of the top defenses this year. They actually had something with them. They had a great tight, a good tight end. They had shit offensive linemen in a good way, and they had everything. Well, they didn't, which have a, we didn't fucking have. They didn't have a quarterback. Racked. Thank uh, you. You, you. You like to you like to use the wasted memes on me. Yeah, we are wasted. Or or the I don't know. I broke up with my ex girl. Oh, Psych. that's the wrong number. Oh, and then damn. that's the. I, I'm like that, you know. Sometimes, like if they don't agree with my point, they'll say something like that to me, and then I get roasted in public. This is true. This is true. Well, the thing, I mean, we'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit later, but 
Um, yeah, but the 49ers had a really good defense, and it led them all the way to the Super Bowl. They had other pieces. You're right. They had a, a good tight end. They had mustard. a pretty. They had mustard. They had a pretty good running game. Uh, between. Eh, you know, between three pretty good running backs, they there was like a pick and, and choose. Care. Receiving core was kind of boring. Yeah, Manuel. I mean, I think Debo Samuel's their best guy over there right now. But I thought, he's not explosive. But he's, he's always been like the nah, just give me the handoffs. They, well, they stopped going to him in the second half. Um, but he had an amazing first half. I think he had over a hundred yards um, for the game. But um, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. He was not very effective in the playoffs at all. Um, once Garoppolo missed that deep pass, like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah. Missed it by, like, six yards, seven yards. Damn. Yeah. Keep her head up, man. So, yeah, with the Patriots, better luck next year. You know, you can't win. It. The, the football is one of the hardest sports to win a, a championship title, in my eyes, just because. The uh, only easy championship that you can win, I know you're going to think I'm an idiot for saying this, mm-hmm. basketball. Oh, basketball, It's a, the best team usually always wins. Looking, looking at 2015-16. A seventy-three and nine couldn't even do shit. Yeah, because Four it's to three. it's a seven-game series that they play over. You, the, you know what I mean? But yeah, they play it over two weeks, and it's a seven-game series, so the better team will win that most of the time. Uh, but but I'm with looking, football, I'm looking at you, oh seven Mavericks. Yeah, when you couldn't even beat the Warriors, eighth seeded. Yeah, that Bar- I'm looking. Baron at. Davis, that was awesome. Um, but it's a superstar-driven league. League the NBA. Uh, the where team you, where, where you get like three big players, and then boom. You go right ahead to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you you, you know. Yeah, yeah, the the finals or whatever. But yeah, you you pretty much have Which an NFL. Fest. It's either that or you have to show up at the right time. Yeah, Which that will be first story in our seven questions we have coming. No, up. absolutely, it's the hottest with the NFL, and I would say even the NHL sometimes. So I don't watch the NHL too too much, but uh, it's whoever's really hottest NHL, at the end, okay. at the end of the season. First of all, the playoffs format is garbage. The playoffs format eight to one. They don't do it like that. What's eight to one? Eight seed versus first, oh. seven, two, six, three, five, four. They don't do that. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. I think they reseed them if it's they go so, to the next I round. Don't, it's such a confusing. I've okay. never understood it. Back in the days, they did eight to one. Yeah, they do. Modern days, they do some. I think it's like highest seed versus. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Somebody comment section, write it down how it works. I'm pretty sure it's eight and one. I thought it was bracket style. I could be wrong. But the thing about back to football, yeah, it's one and done in the playoffs, as obviously because you, it's such a hard hitting sport and. Stuff like that, you can't do a playoffs like a a series or anything. You uh, gotta show up. You gotta be full systems go, or else one slip up, Trump suey. Yeah, so uh, that's why that's why it's the hardest. I mean, I mean, if you watch college, the March Madness, it's the same thing. Like you could be the best. Sometimes, team, but there's that one great team that just finds their way to get their ass eliminated. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, if it's a one game series, you're, maybe your shots just aren't falling that day. There's probably a reason why accurate brackets have never been successful. Oh yeah, there, you'll never. I don't think in the history of ever you'll ever see a perfect unless bracket. unless you're a good. Uh, what's the right fortune teller? You can uh, read the future. Yeah, which good news doesn't exist. Yeah. So for the Patriots, it's just like. You can't forget about it. You can't get torn up about it. I mean, we've won six in twenty years, six in something like of that. Of course, I, I had to grow. I had to grow up in the era of this, which you might think is great, but being a twenty-year-old now with what's going on in the future, I clearly grew up in a pretty bad era. Oh, that's awful. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I guess you were pretty young for the first three championships, so you barely remember those. I still go back to those flashbacks to remind myself of the happy times. Thank you, John Casey. Uh, yeah. How old were you when they won that? Like five, like six? <sighs> two in 2008, in 2002 because <laughs> my birthday was in December. Oh, uh, wow. 2004, I was four because my birthday was in December 2004, which I would have been and five. Then, so you know what I mean? five. Wow. So, 
yeah, two, four, and five. Wow. And then I was, um, and then two of them went when I was in high school, and then I had one. Yeah, in yeah I can understand what you're saying, but you got to really experience three championships, like and you know, when was, being cognitive. Which I, is more I, than I couldn't really watch the comeback though because I had you know the stomach bug I had. I didn't. So I kind of got bedridden after it was like after it was twenty three. Like I stopped watching, oh and then I had to God. I had to go to bed. Oh my! I would have probably gi- I would have given up the whole time, <laughs> and then I just ha- and then when, when my mom said that we were back, I just chose to stay in bed because I I had to prioritize my health. Wow. I really have had a tragical life, haven't I, Terry? I can't believe you missed the comeback against Atlanta. First uh, of all, I kind of had was justified. And also, I was ill. I didn't even watch the winning touchdown because my stomach had to be a bitch. You don't have a TV in your room? I was in my bed. You don't have a TV in there? It's It was in my mom's room. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. My mom now has a new TV years later. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Thanks to my brother. Of course. Um, yeah, it was such a good game. Uh, the Seattle, I mean, you got to experience the Seattle pick, which was legendary uh and then yeah obviously the rams one wasn't as um anticlimactic it was easily our most boring super bowl out of the six out of the nine if you really think about it if you count the giants in philly um but um yeah i mean yeah, a, complaints a win's a win i mean you've experienced more championships as a you know uh teenager and beyond uh than most other sports fans so I feel like I always forget them, though. But then again, like I said, I'm I've always very forgetful because, like, when it happens, like, I kind of just I don't really go back. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know that I've, I'm a very I don't have the smartest brain, like say for sure. I'm an idiot. What are you gonna do? <laughs> totally. <laughs> just kidding. So then, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this season, like, I'm the first person to say. Thank you, Jesus Christ, wow. this boy. Yeah. Because this whole year was a dumpster fire. It wasn't that bad. March 16th through 18th, the three agency, let's go. The draft and NFL schedule release, all I got to be excited about. And we got trades coming up, too. So let's go. We got a deep, the, we're going to have a deep Celtics playoff run. We're going We're going to the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. Let's go. And then, uh, yeah, so NFL free agency, that's probably in the schedule race and drive. Those are the three only things I'm excited about. And we also get the block, blockbuster trades. Yeah. Please go, OBJ. Hmm. You just want to call OBJ? What's the word from? Malaka. There you go. Yeah, I think he's going to stay. I think, he's I, gonna, think he I think he's going to do another year in Cleveland, even though he's probably like the most bored he's ever been in his life. Uh, so, yeah, I, that, yeah, that's my analysis of the New England Patriots season. Mm-hmm. It's. You know, it had its ups and downs. It had its frustrations. It wasn't our year. And, and like I said, the year as a whole was a dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. And next year, I don't know. Tom Brady stays. Tom Brady goes. We'll, we'll, we'll have to. We'll move on if he goes. We'll. And I'll probably be going to the Jedi Temple if he leaves. And then I have to go be like Anakin when he's in the council chambers. Wait until the council chambers until we arrive. And then I have to sit alone and think in my mind what to do. And then mm-hmm. uh, I go kill Mace Windu. So. Moving uh, on. At least we'll have Nick Foles. <laughs> call this guy Moosin or call me Moosin. I don't know. Anyway, so a couple questions just to end it on a fun note. Sure. First question, most disappointing team. To me, I would say the Chargers. People, of course, want to think the Falcons, Rams, or Browns. Falcons, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. The online defense, like, always doesn't know what they're doing. My story, bring back work done. I don't care. He's my guy. I'm called Warwick in this podcast, for fuck's sake. So, sure, sure. And also, by the way, Devontae, you're not Freddie Freeman. So mm. what do you think of that? New running back? Uh, in Atlanta? Um, 
and you have low cap space too, so you can't I sign. Don't, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Melvin Gordon goes over there or something. Seriously, I, what did I just say? They, they have, have low, low cap space. space. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention to other teams really too too much. So yeah, the Falcons. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put them on this list. I'll give them a little. Next year, they're probably on this. What list. is this most disappointing team? The Rams, considering the division and conference, I'll give them an excuse. The, yeah, the Browns coaching and loudmouths, nothing to say. So, Chargers I, is to me the most disappointing. Let's start. Timbaland's long lost cousin, a heckler, a worthless holdout. I don't understand why Melvin Gordon held out. Such jackassish. Uh, I under I understand it. He's a jackass. Moving on. No, you got to think with these guys. They have running backs. What's the average amount of what's their average career for a running back? Six years. Six nine. Six nine. Kind of like, joke. Good, the good ones are the good the longevity. Ones with, the longevity. The, the, the Emmett Smith would be a good example. Though. Yeah, but he was. But he was. Another level player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the good running backs, they have like a nine-year span and everybody else less than that. So with these guys, they need to get as much money as they can. And trade the jackass then. Well, Why that, didn't you trade the jackass? Well, that's not on him. I mean, that's on the that's on the other teams. And and maybe his Nobody ass, wanted him. Yeah, nobody wanted him this year, but next year I guarantee he's going to get a lot of money. You know he's a free agent, right? Yeah. And but Austin this, Eckler is a restricted free agent. Yeah. So Eckler, you stay. Gordon. Gordon? Yeah. Gordon's going to go and help another team. No problem next year. I guarantee it. Um, and if you want my most disappointing team, it's no, probably... No, 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 I'm not. I'm not okay, go, go, go. Get the drum ready when he starts. Yeah. Two 1,000-yard receivers, a potential future Patriot in Hunter Henry, Joey Bosa, Casey Hayward, and you only get five wins. A 9-7 no playoffs would have been a more of an excuse, but to let two not-great Broncos and Raiders teams finish 7-9 ahead mm. of you, God, how do you let those two teams be doing? He did, they had much less talent than you and how... Your most disappointing team? I said the Chargers. You. I like the Chargers pick. Um, I hate to put them there because they did have a lot of close games, and they did lose a lot of – I think they lost the most They amount. also got some questionable wins too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but they did beat the shit out of uh, Green Bay, which was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, especially having the Broncos finish ahead of them. like that's And not, the Raiders too. And that's not a good look. Um, and the Raiders, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll put the Lions up at most disappointing. Uh, you know, it's second Lions. second year head coach, Matt Patricia. A lot of teams are hoping for that Belichick magic uh, from the coaching which tree. Which rarely will happen. Which will, like, They went out and they got Trey Flowers. They went out and they just they made some pretty good moves that you thought they were going to get at least, dare I say, six or seven wins. But which to finish, doesn't really say anything. I know, but would they finish with two? The- Three twelve and one. Three twelve. But, and but one. you realize they had like seven thousand players on IR. So yeah, you, they lost you, you a lot. You can't put it on them. They lost. You lose a lot. Stafford, Driscoll, KJ for most of the year. Marvin Jones, you lost. Galday got hurt in the last game. Yeah. Hawkinson, you lost, and you lost everyone. So you, they can't. You can't put that on them. No I offense. could. I could, and I will. They need to make a jump next year. They need to win eight games if Patricia's going to keep his job. Uh, and I hope. I hope they do. But yeah, I mean. I don't know. They started off good. I mean, not really good. I mean, I remember week one against the freaking Cardinals, or maybe week two. They were Cardinals. up. They were up what, like eleven points? It was like with twenty-four like, to six, I think, and then, and then they tied twenty-seven, twenty-seven. <laughs> I think. The, yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were up huge on them with like. Once they got robbed at Green Bay, like they just never. Had I think their. they were up two possessions with like three minutes to go, and they freaking blew it or something like that. But um, no yeah. wonder Lavis the that, goat. Yeah, I mean he's coming back next year, which is cool. Um, Let's go. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it started there, and maybe with a win there, they could have done. They would have given them a little bit more momentum. Second question: Do you see anyone threatening the Chiefs next year? To be honest, yeah, absolutely. I can't see anyone threatening those jerk offs. Let me start. Broncos, 
Drew Locke going 4-1 you'd think would be impressive, but considering the Chargers, you know the story. The Lions and Raiders, I mean, it's the injuries. Like, yeah. You know the Raiders, but you have to give Locke credit for being the Texans when it was like, what, 38-24 when nobody expected the Broncos to win. But then again, considering he only got five games, who knows? It doesn't help the Broncos have free agents coming up. Adam Gotsis, Chris Harris, Shelby Harris, Connor McGovern, Derek Wolf, and most importantly, Justin Simmons. Fun fact, Boston College played. Then again, it's the Broncos with Miller and Shrub to go with Fangio. Who knows? As for the Raiders, Derek Carr is the one word to explain. Not happening. Go make it rain with Lil Wayne and Brandon Flowers from Mr. Brightside. As for the Chargers, Timbo will reunite with Rivers. Moving on. If they find a QB, I told you can't move the Chargers for a second and third. Enough said. Signed Warwick, the podcast boss, Prophet Moosin Muhammad. And by the way, shut the fuck up with the rumors. Please stay, Brady. I love you. I need to be happy. If Brady stays with the Patriots, I'm going to say the Broncos turn the Chiefs. At least finish second, but nobody's catching the Chiefs. Moving on. Do you think anyone threatens the Chiefs next year? 100%. Um, I mean, this is the thing about football. There's a come free agency, come drafting. So many teams make so many different moves that any team could emerge. Um, We're talking the AFC West. Oh, I forgot to mention that too. Oh, I mean they're they're going to win the division, but that's what I meant. Okay, I I really misworded that. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I re- I really misworded that. Okay, uh, I mean yeah, they're probably going to win the division, but Could I you mean, see anyone in the FC West threatening them. Or I mean, no? if Brady goes to the Raiders, if maybe not, if no Brady, they don't really have too, that many weapons over there on the Raiders so it's outside. So I mean, Josh Jacobs is good, yeah, but I really misworded that question, didn't I? I mean, I, I was, I was wondering. You made it sound like they were going to win the Super Bowl again next year, and all I would say to that is, you know, the the Saints won one Super Bowl, and I'm sure after that, people are like, oh my God, is anyone going to catch the Saints next year? Green Bay won one Super Bowl, and everyone's like, oh my God, how and many? They haven't won since. Exactly. It's like I, it changes year to year, at least for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna win the division most likely. I can't see any of the other three guys winning that division. Any of the other three teams winning that division. I mean, yeah, Cam can go to the Chargers. They're gonna have a new quarterback over there, and they are pretty talented over there in the Chargers. It's just Philip Rivers kind of buried them this year like they didn't really have a high-flying identity um so yeah i mean yeah they're gonna win the division but i i I don't expect them to win the super bowl again next year so you don't think any of the three have a chance of throwing the chiefs again it's hard to say without anyone could throw them who do you think it would be uh it's hard to say i mean yeah those three teams they're kind of going through not identity crisis but kind of through like mini rebuilds they look like they they looked good though at times but then they looked awful who uh the three AFC West yeah. rivals. Yeah, but then the thing is with the Chiefs, they're not... They're not that level. No, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, they're not... They're not um, unbreakable. Like, uh, they they were down in all three of their playoff games by a good amount, by double digits. And they had to come back and win those games, obviously. Um, so, I mean, they definitely have some flaws. Um, they might have a Super Bowl hangover and get off to a slow start next Please. year. Um, but who knows? I think they're still win the division, but uh, they're they're far from a lock to win the Super Bowl. Please, God, I really have I really have not had the best wording today, haven't I? No, it's okay. No wonder I'm stupid. <laughs> hey, Peter Griffin, if you think you're dumb, look at this guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Brown. Third question: Which playoff team are very good? Non-playoff team? Could you see hitting a free fall next year, like the 2018 Jags? No matter the reasoning could be between two options the vikings and the more public mm-hmm. opinion based the rams the vikes have some big free agents like mackenzie alexander anthony harris the co-interceptions leader trey waynes and stephen weatherly dan bailey then next year in 21 there's dallin cook and kirk cousins drama holders are possibility they just lost to fancy to the browns 
head coach. And the Vikes also have, like, as of now, negative 11 million cap space right now. Yikes. Good luck with that, Minnesota. I wish you the best. I guess Rhodes can be opened again because Xavier Rhodes, you suck. As for the Rams, same reason. The whole TPS, why the Rams will be a dumpster fire in two years thing. The, the free agents, the rumors of Gurley getting replaced, mainly traded by Logan Henderson's long-lost BTR cousin. In a month, guys like Michael Brock, who's already said a final goodbye, likely on to a new team in a month. Dante Fowler, Corey Littleton, Andrew Whitworth. I don't care if he's 1,000 years old. Greg Zorline, the next year, Jesus Christ, there's Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup, John Johnson, BC guy, fun fact. The whole girly nonsense, maybe Darrell Henderson will allow BTR back together, then life would be set for everyone. Again, this is more public's point of view, not really mine. So Vikes Rams, I could see taking a free fall. Poor Tom Petty, rest in peace. <laughs> who could you see as a free fall next year? For a talented team slash playoff team. Yeah, I like who you said. Uh, the Rams, I think they're good. I just think they're in a re- the toughest division going forward. Um, and, you know... I love the Seahawks, too, but, I mean, if Russell Wilson, if anything, if he misses games, then they're going to be in trouble. Um, And one team, I think, I'm not going to say free fall. They'll probably be in the playoffs next year, but I can see the Ravens having a little bit harder of a time next year. The free fall has to be completely collapsed, though. Hence hence 2018 Jaguars. Gotcha. It it, it doesn't matter the reasoning, QB or not QB. Okay. Who, who, Who do you think takes the biggest free fall next year? This can be a, a, a talented non-playoff team or a playoff team. I said the Vikes and the Rams. Yeah, I like the. I don't know. You don't, have to, you don't have to use. You can use mine if you want. If yeah, you can't think of the Rams are good. A good call, but I, I think they're still talented. I just think they have the bad luck of being in a good division. Um, again, and again, like I mentioned with this, I'll say the Seahawks because you know, screw them. I'll say the Seahawks. What about the Vikes? What did you think of my theory about them? I think that's a good theory too. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, who are they going to have? Are they going to have Diggs and Thielen again next year? I mean, they often and Dalvin Cook might hold out. He might. I can, hold already, out. I can already sense it. Uh, okay. He's a free agent. Okay, so yeah, I like that. I like both of those teams uh, potentially falling out. I don't know. I think the Ravens. I really do. I think they're, they're gonna free fall. They'd have to fall to like five and eleven, four no, and twelve. I mean, even an eight and eight is a, a six game difference. I think that's a pretty big free Thank fall. Thank you, Tom Petty. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I looking at that Titans game. I it might be like Lamar Jackson maybe figured out. I mean, the guy. I don't know if you watched any of the the All Star Weekend with the NFL All Pro Weekend, but like. They had these weird challenges for the quarterbacks where they had to hit moving targets and stuff like that. And, and he wasn't very good. He was not very good at all. Like, Kirk Cousins was going up there and, like, slinging the ball, hitting these mini targets, these moving targets. And uh, Lamar that Jackson. That really proves to you that running has outweighed his passing. Yeah, exactly. And if you throw two QB spies out there, I mean, I think the one thing that can save him is if they go out and they get a pretty good uh, wide receiver, like an Amari Cooper or something like that, somewhere, someone that he can really throw to and – Really, Something will be done. Nobody somebody knows. a little bit better than Hollywood Brown. Um, so I don't know if they do. It depends on the moves that they make. But if if they go into next year with the same team and he needs to rely on his three tight ends to have like an unbelievable year, I think it's gonna be a. And then Mark Ingram's gonna be a year older. I don't know. That reminds me, like, not part of the question. Could you see anyone being being the Rams next year? Or do you think they still take the division? Uh, well, with Big Ben coming back. Possibly the Steelers. You never possibly know. Possibly the and Steelers. And that defense is still pretty good. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but possibly the Browns because they are mega talented. I hate talent. to say it. 
you don't don't be offended. Why would you say that? Um, you're just like trashing them. No, it's just like I, you know, because I don't want to be controversial. No, not controversial. It's just like a lot of people had them high on the list last year. And so you, they're gonna ostracize you. Yeah, you know yeah. that's my favorite word. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you used it the other day. Um, so yeah, it's just like I, a lot of people had them going to the playoffs this year, and obviously they underperformed. So when I say I hate to say it. I don't want to put controversy. I, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to be like, oh yeah, they're gonna do it, and then they're gonna fall on their face again because that's completely so possible. So you basically to... don't want to harm yourself. Yeah, exactly. Chop suey. Um, so yeah, um, I think the Browns and the uh, Steelers have a chance to overtake. So the you Ravens. think Ravens take the biggest free fall next year? I think they're gonna. They're, they're, I think they have the possibility to have a five game difference to end up nine and seven, which I think is a pretty big deal. Fourth question. This is the opposite. Which losing record team, particularly really awful team, could you see making a playoff for next next year to be a sneaky contender? I don't know. Giants, I don't trust their coaching. Mm. Bears and Lions. Trubisky is the QB and Lions. Joe Judge. Sorry. Trubisky is still the QB and Lions coaching. What else is new? NFC South, Falcons, they don't count because I've given them enough excuses to be a contender or whatever. Uh-huh. Bucks, I don't trust. Panthers, what else? Cardinals, if the 49ers weren't in division, I would say the Cardinals would be a sneaky contender for a playoff toughness, but with the 49ers, not happening. Tough instinct, Terry, but you're going to think I'm an idiot for saying this. Terry, you know, what do you think my answer is going to be? For who's going to make the biggest jump? Opposite, what, which losing record team could you see, really awful team could you see making a playoff, but push next year to be a sneaky contender? Lions. I would say the Broncos just because <laughs> the division I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Assuming This is assuming Brady stays here. Also, Broncos always find ways to make things competitive, and they get Bradley Chubb back. Also, the AFC only has two really good teams, the Patriots and the Jerkoffs. If Michael Vick's son can't show up in the playoffs, I can't consider the Ravens the real. That's why Patriots Chiefs are the two only good teams in this conference because the Ravens don't show up in the playoffs. But then again, it's the NFL, not Moose and Muhammad. I was also going to consider the Steelers, but because they went A and A, they don't count. So mm. Broncos, I think, make the playoff push next year. What do you think? This uh, has to be like the really awful teams who who weren't very good. I mean, I mean, this team's pretty awful. Um, I like the Broncos call. Um, you know, with Drew Locke and uh, the emergence of uh, Cortland Sutton. And I don't know. I don't really love Philip Lindsay over there in the, as a running He's back. He's not getting used at all. I know. They're splitting him with Royce Freeman and stuff, too. And he doesn't even get his roles, Royce. Yeah. Good one, right? I liked it a lot. Um, so, yeah, the Broncos are a decent pick. But I got one here. This is a little weird. The Buccaneers. Uh, I, I, I want to see your theory. All right. So I thought the Saints were going to fall off a cliff this year, and they didn't. They obviously went 13-3, and three, and they had a pretty good season. I think next year is the real Buccaneers team. No, the, I think the Saints are going to fall off a little bit. I think there'll be like a two or three game difference. I think they'll get 10 wins instead of 13. I think they overperformed this year. I mean, even with Teddy Bridgewater coming in, they still won. There's a good chance he won't even be in the Bayou. Who? Teddy? Teddy yeah, but like that's... That's I think I think Drew Brees going another year is going to be harmful for them. Why and, the injury risk? And no, I mean there's injury risk, and the I just age? think I think age is the bigger one. Because uh, with quarterbacks, when they fall off, you can't cliff, really predict them. You can't. Like, Tom Brady is a whole other level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like when teams fall off a cliff, they fall off a cliff. Obviously, look they, at Brett Favre, and they have a lot of talent. Look around at Brett Favre in 2010. They have a lot of talent around him, obviously, with Michael Thomas, but like Kamara. He's decent, but like I don't know. He's uh, not twenty seventeen. He's 18. not breaking tackles at all. Like I mean, like they still say he's pretty hard to tackle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not last year, but maybe next year he might uh, come back. Go go back to form. Um, so I think the Buccaneers. I think they need to keep Jameis. Um, I like Jameis Winston. I really do. He's uh, he's good. I know the dude is kind of a dick. 
But he's got passion, yeah. man. Yeah. There's passion, and then there's just you don't give a fuck. And I'm a believer of uh, second-year head coaches. Bruce Arians will be entering. He seems his, like the right fit. He does, and he's going to be entering his second year but over there. But they got a lot of free agents, and they have to address, though. Do they? Jameis Winston. Yeah, that's... Shaq Barrett. Oh. I forgot to mention Chris Godwin next year, and he's going to want to get paid yeah, top he is. fucking dollar. Yeah, that's And that's going to hurt their cap space. So Wait, some... next year or the year after? Chris Godwin is a free agent in 21. Okay. He's heading into his fourth year next year. So okay. they got to sort things out. Um. Mike Evans, yeah, I mean they 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 have a lot of explosive weapons still. I think the I I, I think Shaq Barrett's the biggest thing that they have to uh, I address. think address address. He was unbelievable this year, and I think him, you know, stewarding your defense. People think he's going to regress heavily next year, though. Yeah, I mean that's possible too. I'm going to say the Buccaneers. I think they're going to get ten wins next year, uh, and possibly and, and make a playoff push in the wild card. That's that's my answer. I like the Bucks. <laughs> Two Bs, Broncos and Buccaneers. There it is. Fifth question, thoughts on the Todd Gurley trade rumors. There's some facts, Terry, that... Do you want to know some facts in life, Terry? Sure. The T-Wolves will always suck. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, I, I There's no facts to back that up, but, but yeah, I'm not it's, wrong. Very, it's very possible. Hastings will always be the best elementary school next in public schools. False. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Whatever. I didn't go to school on her. <laughs> Roger Goodell will always be a bitch. And most importantly, Terry, paying running backs never will work. Unless you're a generational running back. Yeah. Looking at you, Freddie Freeman and Todd Gurley. Anyways, I can't imagine, but the Redskins or Dolphins would take Todd Gurley's contract if he were to get tricked. Considering the Dolphins need a running back and the cap space backs it up in the Red Hawks. I mean, it's the Red Hawks. So what do you expect? It's a less uh, offensive name. Yeah. Aran yeah, Aran or originated yeah, yeah. it. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but hey, it should be fun. I guess this means BTR and Logan Henderson's cousin will get back. Daryl Henderson might get the job. Other than that, I really can't imagine anyone takes his contract. So a final cut. Could be a possibility. Then again, Moose and Muhammad can't predict these things. So, what are your thoughts on the Todd Gurley trade rumors? Um, yeah, I think Daryl Henderson is will be better than Todd Gurley next year. They uh, didn't give the guy any playing time. Yeah, they gave they it to Todd, Malcolm Brown. Yeah, they gave it to Malcolm Brown. But uh, I think you know, I think Todd Gurley will be better off somewhere else. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I don't think he's the same player. Uh, you think then, it's the knee, or do you think it's just it just happens? I think it just happens. Like I, mean, I think it's the knee. Honestly. I mean, if you look in, if you have arthritis in your knee, something right. is wrong with you. Right. And that goes back to my point earlier about running backs' careers not being super long. I mean, he was the number one running back in the league for two years ago at one point. That's that's just that's like Tyle Cruz. You dominated for one year and two years, mm -hmm. and then Tyle Cruz just disappeared. I'm sorry, kids, that you had to get a nostalgia lesson from yeah. this dude. You you remember that guy, right? No, seriously, no. Who is he? He's an English singer who had dynamite in all those songs from 2010, and like that was a god year for him. Interesting. No. Seriously, this guy? No, I don't this know. guy really doesn't know his music, does What's he? What's his name? Tyler Cruz? Tayo Cruz. Tayo? T A I O. T A. I have never heard that. Seriously? <laughs> this guy really doesn't know his music, does I don't. He? I don't. I listen to like five musicians. Um, but, so, I mean, uh, <laughs> that guy just completely. He, he got a lot of touchdowns, though. That's kind of all he's gotcha, got. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm talking about Gurley. Yes, 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 yes. So, I don't know. So, like I mentioned, he, uh, you know, running backs' shelf life is not very long. He was number one running back two years ago, and all of a sudden, he's being traded, and nobody wants him. So, um, he will, he, he'll end up somewhere. Sorry. About that. What do you think? Where do you think he'd go? Or do you, do you think anyone's going to take his contract? Or like he has to get cut? 
I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. I don't know the cap situation for ninety percent of the teams, and uh, nobody even know. knows about cap situations. To be honest, yeah. unless you're an expert yeah. guru, yeah, which I'm not. What, wait, your name's the gridiron guru, not contract guru uh, or true, money true. cap. True, true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. You got to wait till March to see how these things shake out, and uh, it, that's the best part about NFL. It, anyone can go anywhere. Sixth question: The Falcons, Rams, and Browns are getting uniforms. Which yeah. one are you most excited about? I'm excited about the Falcons. Considering 2014 to 2004, 2019, they wore the red uniforms. In 2000, in 2003, they wore the all black uniforms when they changed the logo. I forgot to mention. I hope the Falcons do a 90s look just for the nostalgia, or at least something similar. As for the Rams, Browns, the uniforms it seems like they're always the same. But look who's talking. And as for the Browns, it's just bland. What else is there? So all those three teams three most excited about to get to see their new uniform. I'll, I'll agree. I like the Falcons. Uh, black is always like my favorite color on an NFL team. I don't know why. It just makes it. Steelers, Raiders, it just pops when it's on the field. I don't know why. Instead of like those bright neon colors or whatever, just a nice. Looking at you, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a nice matte black. Um, yeah, I'll say the I'll say the Falcons. What about the other two? Like, just why not those two? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Rams. It seems like it's always Browns, the same thing. The Browns can use it for sure um, because it's. It, it's bland. It's white and orange most of the time. Or they wore the color rush brown jerseys this year. Yeah. And what about the Rams? It's just like it's always the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like their. I like. I do like their colors, like the golds and the blue and the white. Um, Looking at you, Kurt Warner. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't know. I just think the Falcons. Um, I think it'll. I think they'll do something nice for them. Last question before we end this: Thoughts on Cam Newton and his predictions? Like, what do you think is going to happen? End of story. Chargers for second and third round pick twenty twenty. Move on. The Panthers sign somebody or draft somebody. Charges work. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, what are your thoughts and predictions? What's going to happen? Yeah, I, I, I think the Chargers make sense since uh, they've already kind of announced that they're moving on from Phillip Rivers, so they have an open spot over there. Um, a dark horse team, which I think would be cool, would be... I'm doing the drum roll. I know. It's not really going to make sense because he's coming back from injury, but I would. I think. I think him on the Steelers would be an interesting, interesting story. Uh, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger really wants to play. I have no idea why he's coming back. He didn't want to play three or four years ago, and they had to pretty much beg him to come back. So now that he doesn't have Levy and Bell or Antonio Brown, and he's kind of rebuilding up from the ground up with Juju Smith-Schuster and. James Conner, who's not really, I don't know, not nobody really knows how good he is. Uh, I'm just surprised that he even wants to come back and play. I think the cast situation would be a, would be awesome. would be an issue. I'm sure it would be. But uh, my dark horse team, I guess, would be um, yeah, the Steelers. I think that. What be. do you think the package would be? Um, I mean, yeah, probably a second and a third round pick. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm a little out of my element talking about draft picks and stuff and trades. Exciting, right, people? Yes. That'll be it for today. Wow. Episode 28 completed. Thank you. Bye-bye.